Happy spooky season to all of those who celebrate, but especially most to Hunter Dickinson. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This has been no one else does. Yes. Uh, happy Monday. Happy I Halloween hope, Eve. I hope he's watching. I hope Hunter is watching. Um, happy Halloween Eve to Q Craig. Uh, he is Craig Chode. I'm Logan Lee. This is No One Asked Us. Episode 102 of, of the show. We made it past 100 a couple weeks ago, and now we're still chugging along here. So uh, plenty of things to talk about. I know we're on a time crunch. Craig is going to go uh, hang out with Sky Clark. Um, so Who we're else gonna... would go watch a team coming off of a four-win season in an exhibition game? <laughs> what, what else do you have to do tonight? Yeah, Let's be exactly. honest. It Let's is the honest. Sports Equinox today. Yes, and you're choosing to spend it. <laughs> At an exhibition game. Who are they playing? Kentucky Wesleyan. Oh, okay. Well, that's, you know, that's something. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. No one asked us. Episode 102. As always, give us a follow on all of our social media. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for being here. Get in the chat. Let us know what's up. Um, and yes, happy Halloween Eve. Uh, we'll talk basketball. We'll talk football. We'll do some picks. Uh, let's start at the top with uh, the sad news. I think of the weekend. Uh, Craig, yeah. you a friend? You a friends guy? The best man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will defend friends to all friends haters till I die. Uh, yeah. Wrong yeah. choice of words, but yeah, that's not the time to use that that phrase. But uh, yeah. but yeah, uh, Saturday night we we heard of the passing of Matthew Perry. Um, uh. Yeah, Chandler Bang on Friends. That's obviously what he is most known for. Um, had a had a career after that as well on TV and film. Um, but most everybody, especially especially in our generation, knows him as Chandler Bang in Friends. Uh, yeah, I I'm not. Uh, I was kind of late to the Friends game. Um, I think it was actually it was about ten years ago that I acquired the whole show on DVD, and that was really my first run at it. Um, and uh yeah i was chandler was was my favorite character uh, on the show um admittedly i felt like i uh had some chandler in me a little bit um but yeah the 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 passing the news saturday saturday night matthew perry um definitely that that was pretty hard that was a pretty hard one right up there for me with with bob saget oh yeah yeah i mean i would agree we were uh i was back in Pinkneyville for our Mardi Gras. We do Mardi Gras in October because that's when the real Mardi Gras is. Uh, and it came through right as the parade like was happening. And it kind of was like, oh, really? Like, and it wasn't, well, I know there's, they're not sure what exactly happened, but we know he went through some stuff. Had some it demons. Does, it doesn't seem to be that that was what killed, or I don't, I don't know. It was just, it was unexpected. It was, yeah unexpected because we thought he was getting better and all that. And then it, it happened. And yeah, it was, uh, I wouldn't go as far as saying he was my favorite friend on the show, but, um, he was, he made it go at certain times. Who was your favorite friend? Joey. You, you, do you feel like you resemble Joey? No. Or you just found Joey the best character. I do have a friend that reminds me of Joey, okay. uh, but I don't know that I, I don't know that I fit with any of the friends. That's fair. I don't. That's fair. 
Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's obviously the you know the, the the tough news from the weekend. Uh, just wanted kind of wanted to touch on that. He was fifty four, uh, far too young, far too young. Um, yeah, pretty tough. I started kind of going back and rewatching the show. That might kind of be the the next play. Just just feel mm-hmm. like revisiting it. Feels like it's a about that so, at work today. It, it will take a while because there's isn't there like ten seasons? There's a lot. Of yeah, twenty four episodes a season. Yep. There's a lot have it all back here on the shelf, but of course it's all on Mac, so I uh, don't even need to pull out the DVDs anymore. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on to some happy things uh, because some happy things did happen for Illinois fans on Sunday. Um, yes, fully aware this was an exhibition game. Uh, have you heard, Craig, that this was an exhibition game? Did I you heard. get the memo that yeah. it was in fact an exhibition game on Saturday or Sunday? Excuse me, Sunday. Um, did you did you get that memo? Did you hear that anywhere? It was exhibition. Did hear that? Okay, I feel like that's all I heard. Uh, Illinois basketball hosted Kansas in the Maui Strong game, an exhibition game, on Sunday, uh, at, in State Farm Center, um, and Illinois beat Kansas, the number one team in the country, led by All American transfer and uh, former villain of the Big Ten, Hunter Dickinson. Uh, who have to have to uh, spell it out here again has still yet to beat Illinois. Um, oh, and five Hunter is, uh, but yeah, Kansas and Bill Self came to came to Champaign. Bill Self came back to the arena for the first time in uh, a decade or whatever it's been. Um, and Illinois beats Kansas in an exhibition game, eighty two seventy five. Um, this was the most sports I really, uh, took in over the weekend other than watching the Notre Dame game, but that was pretty ugly pretty early. So did kind of tune that out. Um, did you watch this game in its entirety? Were you back home? Were you back in your place of it by this point? Or were you on the road or how did this work out for you? It was more of a listen okay. for me because uh, okay. I was on the road. So I had okay. the phone plugged into my car listening to the broadcast, um, uh, first takeaway is get Andy Katz off my TV. Um, <laughs> like, you know, you can listen to the radio broadcast. You don't have to listen to the TV broadcast. Yeah, but I mean, don't turn me into the police here, but there are certain times where I want to see what's happening. <laughs> no, I trust me. So I, I, so I, I can, do agree. I, I can do see it. Um, yeah. But for the most part, it was, the phone was laying in the passenger side, plugged in. Um Robbie Hummel makes up for Andy Katz deficiencies. So. I have so we we have. I mean, this wasn't really like documented anywhere. I have to assume that all of big the Big Ten Network's main play by play guys were doing football. Yeah, there yeah. are Brandon Gowden and other yeah. people that have other football responsibilities. Well, that whether that be on a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, Connor Onion was in Mich- was in East Lansing friend for of Michigan the show. State's game. Yes, friend of the show, uh, Connor Onion. Uh, was on with Bill Raftery uh, uh, in East Lansing. So he made the trip from uh, Northwestern, I think, on Saturday to Michigan State. Whatever the case, Illinois got Andy Katz, who is a fine reporter, uh, but he is not a play-by-play guy. Uh, But, yes, Robbie Hummel was there. Let's let's move on to the broadcasting part. My initial thought was we talked last week about the Ottawa exhibition and don't take anything that we say during this for anything because it's an exhibition. This was also an exhibition, but this meant something like you could learn a lot from this. So even though it's an exhibition and it's not like 
Terrence Shannon isn't going to have 28 points added to his career scoring at Illinois, you can't deny what you saw on the court. And that was Illinois was the better team against the preseason number one team in the country for 40 minutes, pretty much. I'm trying not to get my expectations and hopes up, <laughs> but this team looked damn good. Yeah. They looked damn bleeping good. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I, I agree. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> No, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. I, I, I mean, let's let's you know take care of a few things here off the top. Yes, obviously this game doesn't count. Um, you know, both of these teams. I assume Kansas has played one other exhibition game. I honestly don't know if they had or not. Uh, I would assume they did, but um, Illinois, yes, had played Ottawa. Um, Kansas, I'm sure by the end of the year will be fine. Uh, but the Kansas team that we saw on the court in Champaign did not look like the number one team in the country. They did uh, but not again, play another exhibition. They have an exhibition tomorrow. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so this was their first game. No, uh, Illinois tomorrow. Wednesday. But okay. anyways, Illinois at least has had one game under their belt. Um, this is a Kansas team that still needs to gel. Um, this is a Kansas team that you know needs to work some things out. This is a Kansas Kansas team that Bill Self addressed in the address in the broadcast is not very deep. Uh, there, they have you know that's one of the. Illinois strengths, I think, is they're going to be their depth. That's obviously something that Kansas doesn't really have. Uh, I do think Kansas will be fine, um, but we're here to talk about Illinois. And Illinois, as you alluded to, looked really good in this game on Sunday. Um, there were still some things that are going to be um, a bugaboo for a while, I think. Uh, I don't think we need to dwell on the, the point guard thing too much today, but that's that's going to be a thing. Ty Rogers looked fine at times. Uh, and, but by the end of the game, it was very clear who Underwood wanted on the court. Uh, and it was the experienced guys. Uh, Marcus Damask was, was handling the ball quite a bit towards down the, down the stretch. Justin Harmon had the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, we didn't really see a lot of the freshmen. Um, so, you know, the point guard thing is still certainly going to be a thing. Um, but the shooting looked okay. Um, the, the ball movement was fantastic. This is a team that looked like look like they're ready to compete. Um, you know, you mentioned it last week or two weeks ago that you didn't think they were top 25 worthy. Um, I kind of argued that they were, and I think I was right based off of one exhibition game. Logan, um, you were right. But I don't I'll I mean, say it on this show for once. But <laughs> things things can certainly change. Uh, there's, there's a tough non-conference season ahead, um, so we're going to learn a lot more here. Uh, really quick, but what we saw on Sunday was obviously very promising. Um, don't want to take a ton from it, but it's this again. This is a Kansas team that is the preseason number one team in the country. So I, I, I you know how I feel about preseason polls, and I think yeah. I'm in the majority there that they're useless and they are based on nothing. But what did people see in Kansas? That made the number one. Dickinson, Adams, and uh You have the best McCullough? point guard in the country, and you have an all-American center. I mean, that's probably it. I mean, that's I don't know. I don't know. What, I mean, what, what do you want instead? Purdue? I mean, they prove that they don't have a ton outside of Zach Eady. So I mean, I don't know. Like, I get it. I mean, it's Kansas is always gonna be up there, Duke's always gonna be up there. This is just how this stuff works. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's Bill Self, it's Hunter Dickinson, like there's, there's enough there, um, mm -hmm. to, I think for it to be deserved. Uh, but 
Will there be another? There won't be another poll before the season actually no. starts. So I'll ask this question again. I I propose I posed it a few weeks ago. <laughs> Does this game actually reflect voting <laughs> for the top twenty-five? Even though it's not supposed to, will this game and others? Because there were uh, other interesting outcomes yeah. on Saturday and Sunday in college basketball. Maybe just on Sunday. Uh, so now that we're seeing this is this is new. This whole you know big time programs playing against each other in exhibition games. It used mm-hmm. to always just be Illinois playing Ottawa. Like you know that was your exhibition game. But now like. I mean, we just saw. I don't. I don't know all of them. Kansas or Michigan State and, and Tennessee played. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember all the games, but I know there were several high-profile exhibition games. So, again, <laughs> I mean, I know it's not supposed to, but like, does this come into play when the voters make their first, when they do their first AP votes in the first week of the season? You would have to I would think so. Have to think it does. <laughs> the AP poll top five went zero and four combined this weekend. Yeah, that's from Greg Waddell. Yeah, who are the other four teams? I don't even know. I don't know, and you can't actually like at least on ESPN, you can't actually see the exhibition scores. So I don't yeah. even know how to find all that stuff. But um, yeah, so it is what it is. Uh, Illinois looked good. Kansas did not look as good. Um, so yay for yay for Marquette Illinois. lost to somebody. Okay. It's Kansas, Duke, Purdue, Michigan State, Marquette. So Marquette and Michigan State lost. Did Purdue lose? Purdue, Purdue or, or Duke lost. Purdue or Duke, one of the two. Uh this are things we should probably have figured out before. Um, well, we, we didn't know prep work. So <laughs> No. Prep work is becoming harder and harder for this podcast. Yes. Um, it might have been I don't Duke. know. It's really not important. Um, I can't look it up. I, I searched Duke, and all that comes up is uh, Cooper flag. Oh, that was a thing, too. Um, Purdue lost to Arkansas. 81-77. Oh, okay. okay. So, again, another – that was on yeah. Saturday, I believe. Um, okay. Again, another high-profile matchup. So, we're seeing more and more of these. My point yeah, is – And I think we will continue to. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, especially when they're when they're for charity and all these things. Like, you know, it's it's. I think these teams probably like it better. Um, but I don't know. I don't. Whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, other takeaways from the Illinois standpoint. I mean, I think. Uh, well, go ahead. I mean, the guard play. I think it's only going to be. It could only be an issue late in game when someone needs to bring the ball up the floor. Um, if you look at some of the clips and the highlights, it was some of the best ball movement I've seen from Illinois since I was yeah. there. I mean, it yeah. was – and it's five guys, six, five or taller. It's it's ridiculous, the lineup that Brad can throw out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first thing I noticed was – I think it was first possession. Dewan Harris was guarding – market, or it was either Marcus or Ty, one of the two. And he just went to the post, caught it, turned around, and shot it right over Harris. Yeah. Like if your starting lineup is all six five or taller, that's got to be it. You got to put Coleman and Qu- uh, Quincy started uh, Gary A. You got to put everyone out, send that six six guard into the post on the five ten guard, and just let him go to work. And I I loved that uh, early in the game. Um, the defense I thought started off a little shaky. Um. But that's what won in the game eventually. I think Dickinson missed his first five shots, and they were all in the paint. 
Um, I mean, the dude Dickinson put up 22 and nine and I thought he played terrible, Yeah, but he still almost had a double, double 20 and 10, like he, cause he took 20 shots, but um, no, I mean, it was fun to see what I did see and, and hear and, I mean, it. like I said, I, I try not to take too much from it because it is an exhibition, and no, this isn't exactly the lineups that are going to play. And Kansas, obviously, I think they were without one player. I heard Bill Self say they were at, without someone, but they only played six guys, really, which that was my biggest takeaway. Was My bigger takeaways were from Kansas than Illinois. Yeah. One, how are they preseason number one? And two, they have no depth. Like They, play, they had six guys play double figures in minutes. Illinois well, Illinois wasn't seven. much better than the, yeah. I mean, they, but you had sincere at seven, seven and Danis at nine, so yeah. I, there is more depth with Illinois. But I, it was just it was fun. I, I don't know how to describe it. It was fun to see Bill Self back. It was fun to see Kansas playing at the State Farm Center because that I don't know if that's ever happened, and no, it doesn't count. But it doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. I will say that it doesn't mean nothing. There's things to take and brad said the same thing there's a lot to take away from from last night yeah um we can go over some of the numbers because i mean i was kind of expecting more exhibition style exhibition game kind of numbers but this really as you kind of mentioned like this really resembles what you're actually going to see in a game uh terrence shannon led the Illini with 28 points coleman hawkins at 14 gary a 13 damask had 11 uh Gary A also had nine boards, so he was almost in double 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 territory. Um, yeah, in terms of minutes, yeah, it was it was uh, the five starters: uh, Terrence Coleman, Quincy, Damask, and Ty. And then Harmon played twenty three minutes. Luke Goody played ten. Dane nine. Sincere seven. Uh, the two freshman guards combined for only five minutes, and then Hansberry only played two minutes himself. So the three freshmen combined for seven total minutes, which kind of surprises me a little bit. I figured that in an exhibition game, we'd get a little bit more runway with them, but uh, Brad was really trying to uh, resemble a real basketball game here. You can tell this. I think that's my biggest takeaway from this whole game is the second half and primarily the back half of the second half, because it wasn't just like one series of plays, you know, one rotation, it was primarily the entire last 10 minutes of the game. It was the five most experienced players on this team. And that we knew that was going to be the, this team's strength was going to be their experience. When you have, when you can put out as a, a lineup at the end of your game that consists of four fifth year players and a fourth year player four yeah, four fifth year players and a fourth year player. Um, that's, I mean, that's that's what you're hoping for. Like, that's that's what the advantage that this team is going to have over a lot of other teams in the country is going to be their experience. Yeah. Uh, it may not be the, the rotation that starts the game, uh, but until Ty Rogers can make free throws and some other things go there certain ways, and Dane Danger can make some free throws, like, that's a pretty deadly rotation you can have there at the end of the game in that type of situation. Yeah. Uh, and they yeah. look pretty good together. Yeah, that lineup would be Terrence, Coleman, Quincy, Marcus, and Justin. Right. And that's, I think all of them, like you said, you went year, you went fifth year, fourth year. I think all of them are 22 or older. Yeah. 23 or older. Coleman, having, I think Coleman's like 21 or 20. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a far cry from last year. Yeah. I mean, it, and they kept saying it on the broadcast. I know I dogged on Cats early. He had like two things he kept saying. 
Oh, no one can foul out. I just want to. I just want to remind you, no one can foul out of this game. He said it every two minutes, um, and then they talked about the experience that Illinois has. And come March, that better that better pay off. Yeah, because yeah, no, not I... many of them have March experience, but they have college basketball experience. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think those were my main takeaways. Uh, the other one that I just thought of looking at the box score. Okay. 11 for 27 from three. Yeah. Better than 40%. Yeah. This team can shoot. Now, they're they're going to be spotty. Um, when you look at the numbers specifically. I mean, it, was, with... it was all Terrence and Coleman. but Right. And that's the thing. I mean, we've seen Terrence do that before. But Gary A can shoot. Damas can shoot. You have Goody off the bench who can shoot. Like, there are guys on this team that can shoot the ball. They're not going to do that every game. Uh, but they're, they can do it. Uh, yeah, the shooting, I was going to mention that. Yeah, the shooting, um, 40%, 40.7% from three. Um, not not terrible. 65.6% uh, from the free throw line. Uh, certain players need to be able to make free throws. Um, but we don't need to harp on that too much. Again, I said it last week. I'm going to say it one more time before the season starts. Marcus Damask is going to be the most important person on this team, not named Terrence Shannon Jr. Yes, not named Terrence Shannon Jr. Um, Coleman Hawkins is going to fill up the stat sheet more. He's going to be your triple-double threat. Uh, he's going to be your potential draft pick. Uh, this offense is going to run through Marcus Damask. I, I just, I'm not convinced that the Ty Rogers point guard experiment is going to last the season. And I'm not suggesting that Marcus Damask is the answer at point guard. But if the Damask, if the Rogers thing doesn't work out, Marcus Damask is the closest thing you have to a true facilitator on this team. Uh, and we, sh Brad showed it at the end of the game. That's who was his point guard at the end of the game. Um, I just, he's no, he's not going to fill up the stat sheet every game. He's not going to be your leading scorer, but he can pass. He can shoot. He has size. Um, he can match up well against certain players. I, I really do mean that. And I'm not just, it's not just being the Southern Illinois Homer in me. Marcus Damask will be the most important player on this team, not named Chandler. You know what I noticed? And I What's know that? it's been on social media. Um, Fletch is pretty active on social media. He just looks slimmed down. Yeah. Did you see the the his comment yeah. about the position thing? Yeah. 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 He yeah, looks he went from a forward to a guard. Yeah. He's lost, I think, 15 pounds. Um, but his uh, – I don't remember what the graph was. His weight has gone down, but his like jump has gone up, like his vert has gone up or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fle I mean, Fletch is doesn't get enough credit for this program. He he means so much. Do you want to answer Brian's question real quick? In terms of who who on this team is going to need more minutes or needs to play more minutes or what do you, what do we think here? I think yeah. Who need who? Looking at the box score, who needs more than what they played Saturday? I, I know mean, the I'm surprised. The Dre Gibbs Lawhorn only had three minutes. I think that's the biggest thing that surprises me. I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for. Um, I think that kind of surprises me a little bit. Um, Good. I mean, you think Luke, Luke Goody, Goody's the minutes. answer? Yeah. I mean, needs, there's that 15, run of, of Goody. Danger only played nine minutes. Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be your true, he's your true center. I mean, it, I it's mean, one of those two for me. But yeah, I need to I mean, see more of Goody. I think we can. You can handle 
the post with Coleman at the five. And I no, think there's enough can. versatility there. Um, I, I think it's Luke Goody. I want to no, see that's more, fair. more from, more from him. That's fair. I, I agree. Um, yeah, Dane Danger. I've been kind of workshopping this kind of theory. I'm just going to throw it out there now before we get into like the non-conference season. When you say workshopping, because you say it a couple times a year, what do you mean? Are you like in that room, like lights <laughs> off, like just like it's no all in my head, baby, and... all okay. in my head. Okay. So you know, in college baseball, how you have like your your weekend starters and your midweek yes. starters. Yeah. Your midweek starters, like you're gonna throw somebody against Illinois State, and like they're not your weekend starter. They're not like your the four, guy you're... number four in the rotation. Dane Danger is this team's midweek starter. He is going to – you can throw him out there for seven shutout innings against Illinois State, and you're going to get it. You're going to get seven shutout innings. Uh, but you're going to put him in there against Purdue, and you might be able to get an inning or two out of him, uh, but it's not nearly as effective. Uh, Dane Danger will was last year and will continue to be the the uh, mid-major killer on this team. That's what I was saying. He's going to feast um, in the non-conference. He, he feasts feast in non-conference. In he he will get you through several mid-major games where that Terrence doesn't need to do much. That's what Dane's role is. I'm going to look um, up. Gonna But look yeah, up Brian's games. right. Hunter, Dane, the Hunter-Dane matchup, yeah, I agree. And there aren't, I mean, there are a lot of good post players in college basketball, but luckily – the Big Ten, it's primarily just Zach Eady at this point. Um, I'll look up uh, Dane's game log from last year. Yeah, do that. Do that. Eastern Illinois, 17 and 10. Yep. KC, 20 and 15. Yep. Monmouth, 15 and 4. Yep. He did have 13 against UCLA, but mm-hmm. he did not score another double figure game for more than a month against Bethune Cookman, 22 and 6. He's he's the guy you can you can throw him out there. You don't have to waste your you don't have to waste your ace. He did have six double digit games in the Big Ten though. I'm not saying he's not effective in the Big Ten. I'm not yeah. saying he can't get out there and get you a couple innings. Yeah. But he is he is lights out. He is seven to eight no hit shutout innings against mid major yeah. opponents. Um, all right. Anything else basketball related we need to talk about, or should we move on? I know you're kind of on a time crunch, and we've uh, already. We can, I think we can move on. Uh, we've already season. gotten about half. We hour won't have a show thing. next week because the Correct. game is Monday. Yes. So we'll have so, a game show maybe. Yeah. So we haven't really talked about all the logistics of this. The plan again is to do post game shows throughout basketball season. It's probably not going to happen every game, um, but our plan will be to do that. This coming Monday, week from today, is the only Monday game on the schedule. So that's the only time that it would interfere with our normal show. But yes, I do believe our plan will be to not do a normal show on Monday, but we will do a post-game show after the Eastern Illinois game. Um, So yeah, that'll be the plan for that. So we will talk. If they win. If they lose, I'm not talking. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Um, So I guess we'll talk about Illinois football maybe during that. I don't know. I don't know if we care. We'll see what Um, happens. We'll just see what happens. Who knows? Let's move on. Um, to Illinois football. Yeah, Illinois football had their bye week this week. Uh, thankfully, probably a good thing that they didn't touch the field. Um, but now they head uh, – is this game at Minnesota? Um, or is this a home so. Yeah, it's in Minneapolis. So Illinois heads to Minnesota on Saturday, 3.30 kickoff Eastern time on BTN. Um, Minnesota – 
Looks like a team that could contend for the division. Illinois looks like a team should that could be beat Minnesota. Looks like a team that could beat Minnesota. So it looks like a team or should be a team that could contend, but they're yeah. not. Um, I certainly wouldn't put it past Illinois to go on the road and beat Minnesota. Uh, I don't think Minnesota is all that scary, uh, but we've seen this team drastically underperform. The line right now is only two. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota's only uh, favored by a couple points, so. Um, we'll see. Um, I don't know if there's any big – are there any big notes from the week? Uh, uh, Bielema said today that Keith Randolph and Reggie Love should be with the team this weekend. It's yet to be determined how much they'll play. Um, and Johnny can't play the first – Johnny can't play half? the first half, um, which they appealed and it was denied. And then there was a lot of talk with the officials from Bielema. Because he sent in like an appeal on that, and it was denied. Iowa sent in an appeal on one of their players that got approved, and then Illinois also talked to the NCAA because the guy who caught the game-winning touchdown did not report a number change. Like he warmed up during the game, like during pregame, as number sixty-six, which is not an eligible number to catch a pass. And then he goes in and he's number 93, but he didn't tell anybody he was number 93. So they should have been alerted to that. So Brad, or not Brad, Brett is not happy with the Big Ten office as of now. But I have, how about you just make a couple more stops on third down and you're not in that situation. So. Hey, oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Saturday. Um, we'll see what we get out of this team. Illinois. Uh, three and five right now, one and four in the Big Ten, Minnesota, five and three, three and two in the Big Ten. This past week around the conference, uh, Ohio State beat Wisconsin on the road. Penn State beat Indiana at home, but that was far closer than I think Penn State wanted it to be. Um, 33-24 ended up being the final, but it was a lot closer than that. Uh, the big upset of the weekend was Northwestern over Maryland, as much as that can be an upset. Um, it was. Uh, the Minnesota beat Michigan State and Nebraska beat Purdue this week. Um, I was thinking there was a bigger game this week than there is, but there's not. Uh, yeah, Illinois, Minnesota, Ohio State goes to Rutgers, Wisconsin goes to Indiana, Nebraska at Michigan State, Penn State at Maryland, Iowa at Northwestern, and then Purdue travels to Michigan. So, did a you see ugly the, slate of Big Ten games this week? Did you see the total over under for Iowa? Yeah, what is like. 21 or something. I think it opened at 29 and a half or it's currently 29 and a half. It is the lowest total in like gambling oh, history. What a world. Do you take the under? <laughs> and just to say you took the just, under just on the to say you did. <laughs> right now it's at 31. On it's at Wrigley game. Field. I didn't know. That uh, game's at Wrigley Yeah, Field. they're playing that game at Wrigley Field. Yeah. Are they, I don't um, know if they're doing it the same that Illinois did and go, only going one way. Remember that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Probably. I don't know how else you could do it, honestly. But but yeah, uh, that's the games this weekend around the Big Ten, um, around the country. We didn't really talk about this past week. There wasn't a ton to talk about. Uh, most of the good games were kind of blowouts. At least the good games were. Uh, Kansas did beat Oklahoma. Uh, that was that ended up being a good game down the stretch. Uh, let's see. Oregon State got upset. Not really cares. Uh, North Carolina got beat again. Your Cardinals beat Duke. Uh, Air Force won again. UCLA beat Colorado. USC barely got by Cal. Um, USC yeah. has just basically fallen on the face of the earth. Uh, yeah. And then this week, uh, we'll do picks. Um, 
The picks are in here, correct? Yes. So, all right. Um, let's go ahead and move on to picks. Last week, Craig went a perfect 5-0. and Logan went a measly 2-3. and uh, Craig has absolutely pulled away from me here in the standings. He's at 26-9 and on the season. I'm at 21-14. and uh, Yikes. Big yikes. Here's what we're doing this week. I have not had a chance to even look at this. So we're I just put him in right before the show. Great. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame goes to Clemson. LSU at Alabama. That's the big game of the weekend. Missouri uh at georgia texas a&m at old miss oklahoma goes to oklahoma state kansas state at tech i can't talk kansas state at texas ucla at arizona washington at usc oregon state at colorado virginia tech at louisville and then illinois at minnesota craig you get first pick and where are you going i know where you're going because you never pick them what's my what's my (laughs) what's my thing there never are two pick. teams you never pick on this show. Uh, you never, who Kentucky I picked against last week? Yeah, and Mizzou, who I'm picking yeah. against this week, Georgia. Can you imagine if Missouri beats Georgia? Don't this week? even speak that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the smartest pick, I would say. Uh, even though Missouri is a top 15 team according to the AP rankings, uh, yeah, I think they'll get uh, beat pretty handedly. Um, uh, against Georgia. So, all right, good pick for you. Pick one. Um, I'm going to go. Ugh, 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 ugh. Um, I don't really love any of these. Um, I'll go out west and I'll take Oregon State over Colorado. I'm just, I'm out on Colorado this year. They might have a future. And they could surprise uh, people and win this game again, and then I'll just continue to be terrible at this. But uh, I'm going to go Oregon State. Just keep covering spreads. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. Um, right here, or right here, whatever it is. That's yeah. Louisville. That's the correct one. Yes. Yeah. Louisville, Louisville hosts Virginia TV. Tech. That, that is probably should have been the game I picked, but I'm glad you took it. That is a game for second place and a berth in the ACC title at the moment. Virginia Tech is three and one in the ACC. Yeah, what a world! What a world we live in. Um, should be undefeated, but I'm going to take Washington. Probably um, a good pick. This is uh, we haven't even mentioned the belt this year. I've got oh. at least one text uh, from one Timothy Lee uh, about the Roosevelt belt. Washington has it, right? Washington does still have the belt, yes. Uh, They go to USC, who should be better than they are. USC has really struggled, uh, as I just mentioned. Barely got past Cal Cal on Saturday. Uh, I will take Washington on the road to beat USC. Uh, I am SEC. Give me the Rebs. Ole Miss to beat Texas A&M at home. Okay, I like it. Uh, I'm going to go from West Coast to East Coast. Uh, I'm going to take the Fighting Irish on the road at Clemson. I think Notre Dame's pretty good. Um, they've had a, they've had some hiccups. Clemson. Uh, What's happened to Clemson? Man? I don't know. I think the line there's, is fishy. there's some problems there. Yeah, I agree. The line's um, fishy. But I'm going to take Notre Dame on the road. Okay. Um... Man, four more. Don't want that one. I'm going to go Big 12. I'll take Oklahoma. 
I know Oklahoma State is hot right now, but I think Oklahoma, after their loss last week at Kansas, I, th- I don't think they lose two in a row. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that leaves us with uh, the big one in Tuscaloosa, LSU, Alabama, Texas, Kansas State, UCLA, Arizona, and then the Illini in Minnesota, which we'll pick last. Uh, I'll take Texas. I'll take Texas at home, Kansas State. Uh, Texas uh, is still on a backup quarterback. Still. I'll still take Texas. Okay. Um, yes. Just wanted to make sure we both had the same information, you know, just make it fair. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> Okay. Um, I just feel like I know more about one of these games than the other one. I don't want to pick this game, but I'm much more clueless on the Pac-12 than I am SEC. I'm going to take LSU. In Tuscaloosa, I'm still going to take LSU to beat Alabama. I know Alabama might have figured some stuff out. I just think LSU still is a better team this year. Uh, I'm nervous saying that, but famous last words. Yeah, That's wonderful. Uh, I will take UCLA. UCLA is a football school. Future uh, Big Ten opponent. Dude, the Big Ten is getting so much harder next year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and everything. Yeah. UCLA on the road at Arizona, and then lastly, we will both pick the Illinois Minnesota game. Craig, I'll let you pick first. As much as I've said I'm out on them, I think they're going to win. I'm going to take Illinois. That's great. That's great. I'll take Minnesota. Okay. Uh, I think they can win, but I think they will not. Um, so, to re- can you recap? Have you been keeping track? Yep. I've got, two? I've got Georgia to beat Missouri, Louisville to beat Virginia Tech, Ole Miss beating Texas A&M, Oklahoma over Oklahoma State, LSU to beat Alabama, and Illinois over Minnesota. You took Oregon State to beat Colorado, Washington over UCLA, Notre Dame over Clemson, Texas to beat Kansas State, UCLA to beat Arizona, and Minnesota to beat Illinois. You like your Pac-12. You got best three Pac-12 games and one Big 12 game. <laughs> best conference in football. Uh, all right, do we, need, do we need to talk about anything else college football? Do we need to talk about Michigan? Where are you at on Urban Meyer to Michigan Something State? You buying, oh, in on, you buying in on the room? Let's stay in the uh, – let's do other Big Ten news. Uh, Brian Ferentz. Oh, yeah. Just got the boot. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Sort of. They're letting him finish out the year. <laughs> yeah, but, like, why? Like, why would – why? Because his, his dad's the head coach. <laughs> I, I've never understood that. Like, if yeah, – now, if – if it was Kirk coming out right now and being like, hey, I'm retiring at the end of the year, yeah, I'll finish. But if you're getting fired, why would you want to finish the year? I know it's a, I know it's unusual because it is his, he is coaching for his dad, like you said, um, and he's been at that university since he was like five years old. Uh, it's just it's just weird to me. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. What was the other thing you said? Michigan, more Michigan. Michigan, stuff? Michigan State. Uh, Urban Meyer apparently might be going to Ohio, to Michigan State. Probably not, but those rumors are circulating. Oh, I've, again. Heard, I've been hearing that since they fired Tucker. Yeah, well, it's kind of it's Their kind of uh, popped back up today. I think, huh. but I don't know. Well, I saw that there's something to do with Harbaugh's contract at Michigan. Like they rescinded a contract extension after all this stuff. So 
I think the assumption is he's done at Michigan after this year. And I've already heard that there are rumblings in Ann Arbor of going after Leipold from Kansas, which scares me because he's built Kansas into a football power. That's incredible because they shouldn't be. Well, the Big Ten is about to get a lot tougher, so it really shouldn't matter. Dude. All right. right. Anything else college football you want to talk about? Or do we need to move on to something else? I think that's it from me. Okay. Uh, Playoff baseball? You, uh, you, oh, we've switched to pumpkins. It is the season. Uh, playoff baseball world series game three tonight. Uh, it's one, one, right? It is one, um, one. I, I'm kind of all on board the diamondbacks train at this I point. I'm too. Um, I was kind of, I was, I was pulling for the Phillies, honestly. Maybe that's the Kyle Schwarber fan in me, but, uh, since that's over, um, I mean, why not? Why not the Diamondbacks? I like them both, to be honest. So I don't really care. Is it because of Tommy Pham? I don't like Tommy Pham. No, he's one of the he's one of the few former Cardinals that I'm not a huge fan of. Why is that? He had when he left St. Louis, he had some things to say, hmm. which he might not have been wrong looking back at the situation the Cardinals are in now. So he might have been in the right, but uh, yeah, he's not one of my favorite former Cardinals. Okay. I'll say that. I don't hate okay. him, uh, but there are other former Cardinals that I like better. Uh, speaking okay. of, Adam Wainwright, officially retired. Did you see what he put on his retirement papers? Yes, because he got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I got a puppy. I can't do this. It's not because I had a 7.27 ERA. This year. <laughs> it's because I got a puppy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's great. Uh, game three tonight in Arizona. The roof is open. Um First World Series game there since 01, I think they said. Yeah. Yeah, it would have had to be. Yeah. Um, Who hit the walk-off? That's the uh, dozen daily trivia question today. Luis Who hit Gonzalez. The walk-off? Yep. Yep. I knew that one. Um, I don't do as well in that game as I thought I would. Oh, I um, I crushed that Oh, game. I know. They're I so see much your easier. tweet every single day. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm a lock to get at least six. Yeah. Um, but there's like always like a couple in there that like if I sat there and thought about it for long enough, I would get it, but I eventually just give up. I I've realized there's more. normally a theme. Yeah, there there's has been a today. Theme. There was a theme, a little Halloween bit of a theme. theme. You can also tell it some days and they've tweeted it sometimes, but certain people choose. Yeah, they put it, they put their handle in the corner. Yeah. So uh, you can kind of go off of that too. Yeah. That kind of helped me one day. I'm not a huge, uh, I don't follow everything, but I kind of knew one person, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, you kind of you got to get going. You got to go see our boy Sky. So yeah, uh, you're just cycling through the various Halloween backdrops. Yeah, you can't really um, see them because we're taking up too much no, of the screen. No, are you celebrating Halloween tomorrow? The office is dressing up, but I don't have oh. a costume. I might just throw my Ted Lasso stuff. Ted on. Lasso, there it is. Why not? I don't want to shave though. I think I can do Ted Lasso with a beard. Yeah, it's fine. Nobody cares. I might do that. Uh, that's wonderful. Yep. Well, uh, we might have like. Three trick or treaters, so don't think I'll be dressing up for work. Um, but yeah, and then um, my time, my time starts starts Wednesday. One of my other coworkers uh, said she put up her tree that this weekend. My tree is not up, but the plans the are on think, the house. I know the lights are on the house. The lights will get turned on. The lights are not have not been on yet. Calm mm-hmm. down, Craig. Mm-hmm. God, but yeah. Um, I told you last year, our thinking is changing because around the holidays, we're 
like we leave for like a week. So if you put I them up it. after Thanksgiving and then you take away that, like you don't really get your Correct. Christmas experience. So we Correct. might put them up a little earlier, but I, I just don't like shaping the tree, man. If, so, if I get, you want to come shape the tree and then I can put the decorations and stuff. On sure. It. I just don't like shaping the tree. I'll come help. I enjoy yeah. it. My favorite time of year. All right. Um, I think we've covered everything. You got to go see Sky. I got to go eat. Um, you'll One of these times, Bell. I'm going to go get like front row seats at a Louisville game and just wear my Illinois jersey. You should have. Just to see what Sky says. See if, you can get, uh, see if you can get Toby McGuire to get you a ticket. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, that's going to do it. Uh, he's Craig. I'm Logan. This is No One Asked Us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for getting in the chat. Uh, if you're watching this later on, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we will be back next Monday, but it will not be at this time. We will do a post-game show after the the Eastern Illinois game, assuming Illinois doesn't lose. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But then after that, we'll probably be back on a, just a Monday schedule with post-games mixed in there most of the time. Um, yeah. I think we'll uh, I think we'll shut it down. For Craig, I'm Logan. We will see you guys next week. Go Illini. Happy Halloween. <laughs>